It's not just about having an idea and turning that idea into a business. It's about being self-disciplined, being a clear communicator, being very specific in the vision and the values that you want your business to have, being emotionally resilient, which means you have to deal with your shit, fix your problems that you've had from trauma that you've gotten. Here on The Empire Show, we help passionate and purpose-driven entrepreneurs like you turn your idea into a business and your business into an industry-transforming empire so that you can grow your income, impact, and influence. If you're a new listener, then welcome to the show and be sure to subscribe to our podcast. And if you're looking to dominate in business and in life, then this is the show for you. Welcome to The Empire Show, the podcast dedicated to helping more people become self-made millionaires than any other show. Now, if you want to become a self-made millionaire, you need what my friend Bedros Koulian calls entrepreneurial obsession. So entrepreneurial obsession, my man, what does that mean and what do we do to get it? Man, that is a really good question and I'm so glad you guys are tuned into this episode because many people who want to build an empire are underestimating what they can do in five and ten years and they overestimate what they can achieve in a year because they're living on Instagram and getting bullshit fed to them left and right. So I got to tell you, number one, you've got to be obsessed with the outcome and we're going to go into that in just a moment. But before we do, I thought we would do something really fun and I'm going to pitch this to you right now. Karaoke? Are we doing karaoke? Next best thing to okay. karaoke is this. Operation Gratitude. And I just came up with it right now. I just told Craig right before we, we, uh, we went live. But Operation Gratitude is this. As most of you may know if you follow me and you've read my book, Man Up, I'm a big fan of giving gratitude out first thing in the morning. I'll always text three people in my life, three different people every single morning, and just say, hey man, I'm grateful for you, and I'll explain why I'm grateful for them, for the influence or the impact they've had in my life, and I'll send text, and I'll send that text, and what ends up happening is they end up replying back with like, oh man, thank you so much for sending me this gratitude text. I really needed that motivation right now. You just really hyped me up. I appreciate Qu it. Question, question. Yeah. Do you... Because this is what I do for my thank you cards is sometimes I don't know who to send it to and yeah. I just sometimes I'll just sit there and like let a, a, a name pop in and then man, sometimes that name comes and sometimes they needed it that day. Do you do something like that? I, I actually do because believe it or not, when you're doing three a day, you quickly tend to run out of people, right. at least in the forefront of your mind. Sure. So, so you do have to kind of go into a little meditation mode and somebody will pop in. And I'm not the most woo-woo, tree-huggy yeah. type of person, but I believe that there's energies out there that we, if we just stay quiet and listen, will hear from the friend or colleague who needs help. And it's because, it's because your subconscious mind goes, you know, you haven't heard from that person yes, in a while. Exactly right. Exactly right. And then that's the person you're going to text and send a message to. But what I want you to do with Operation Gratitude right now is if you're going to send a text message, go for it. Be my guest. Send a text message to three people right now. You can pause this and do that. But the other thing you can do is you can send them a Facebook or Instagram story. And if you're going to do an Instagram story of gratitude for them, maybe you might make a little video. Yeah, make a video of like right? three people you're grateful for and make that video and, and tag them in it. But also what we want you to do is we want you to tag myself and Craig as well. We want to see the people that you're giving gratitude to and we will of course reshare that information and I want this thing to go viral. So this yeah. is why we're doing Operation Gratitude. So having said that, yeah, let's so hashtag Operation Gratitude, take both of us and yes. away we go owning the internet, maybe breaking it. Maybe <laughs> we go break the internet with Operation <laughs> Gratitude. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Let's talk about the entrepreneurial obsession. 
Listen, I'm a big fan of getting highly obsessed and focused and producing the outcome that you want. The biggest mistake I made when I first started Fit Body Bootcamp in the years of 2009, 10, 11, 12 is I didn't get obsessed. I worked as though I was in kind of cruise control. Right, complacency. Complacency. Man, that and kills. Man, I put my six, seven hours a day. That's good. Mm. I'm not saying that you've got to go out and bleed, but I'm telling you that if you bleed hard for that first year, you will make monumental progress in your business. And so if you're not obsessed with creating a specific outcome, I need you to stop and go, what outcome do I want to produce? For example, in the beginning, if Craig had asked me, Bedros, how many Fit Body Bootcamp locations do you want? I would have said, Craig, I want a lot of them. And if you said, well, when do you want them by? I would have said, well, I want them as soon as possible. That is a very unclear vision. Yeah. Today, I know that I want 2,500 locations by the year 2023. For that to happen, we're highly obsessed on getting 34 locations on board a month so that we can hit our goal. And because we're so obsessed and relentlessly focused on that one outcome, when other opportunities of business come to me, it's easy for me to say, no, thank you, I'll pass because I'm obsessed on my one outcome. So that's one thing that I need more and more people to focus on as they build their empires. Yeah, and so I like one of the things that you said is like that first year, that first year, that foundational year, you're gonna work a little bit more. And when you were speaking at my retreat the other day, you said, listen, there, there is no balance and you know, you're gonna work a little bit more. You, what, how did you say it to that person? It's talking about like, you're gonna yeah. have to take a little bit more time from the family at first. Yeah, I said, you're gonna steal time from your wife and kids. And, and this is very contrary. People are like, whoa, 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 what did you say? Yeah, you can rewind and hear me say it again. You're gonna steal time from your wife and kids for the first year, but get highly obsessed with a very specific outcome. To time collapse. To time collapse, exactly, so that you can time collapse, and in that year, you will get three to four years of outcome in. Listen, man, take my, take my history as a precautionary advice. I worked for five years, slow, unsure, taking on many side projects, because I thought Fit Body Bootcamp would be easier to scale than it was. Everything you're about to do is gonna be harder, more difficult, you're gonna have more challenges, setbacks, adversities, competition than ever before. But if you can get highly focused for one year, and then that will set the tone and condition you to have high standards of expectations, not only for yourself, but the team around you, then you really begin to time collapse and make monumental leaps in your growth. Can I give you an amazing analogy for this? Yes. Okay, so in Toronto, Canada, where I live, you know, uh, there's a lot of new high-rise condos going up. And so I was, you know, there was one going up right beside my apartment where I had my penthouse and I'd look out and, you know, this thing, I was like, man, it's going to take 20 years for them to build this thing because they're building the foundation. Yeah. And the foundation takes so long and they work on it. They work on it, work on it for months and months and months. And then all of a sudden they're up to the ground level and the first floor goes up. And then I go away for on a two-week trip and I come back and they're at level five. So it's the foundation takes so long, but the next thing you know, they're doing like almost a floor a week. Yeah. And, and the next thing you know, it's like it went from big hole in the ground to 20, 30, 40 stories practically in a month yeah. after spending five or six months putting in that foundation. So that was really Such cool. I saw it over and over and over again as they're building these things. And then I talked to some of the construction guys and that's how it is. Deep, deep work, like literally building that hole in the ground to build the foundation for it. And so that's the analogy for your business. Now, I do have to say something where that foundation is yeah. concerned. Again, uh, use me as the precautionary tale. Guys, I didn't know uh, for Fit Body Bootcamp, I didn't know how deep the hole should have been. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how thick the concrete should have been. You gotta be so clear on exactly what you want. Like, 
those workers that are building that skyscraper there in Toronto, they know how deep they need to dig. They know exactly how much rebar they need to use and how much concrete they need to bring in and how much time they need to give to dry. Because of that, there is no guesswork of, okay, I'll do this. Oh, that didn't work. Maybe I'll do this. See, I was so willy-nilly with the growth of Fit Body Bootcamp in the beginning. If I had the intense focus, obsession, and relentless behaviors that I have now, I would have grown the foundation quicker and then built a team that would have scaled faster. Okay, so here's, here, here's what we need to summarize for you. You're sitting there and you're thinking, I've got a brilliant idea. I know that this business can grow. I know that it's going to be something I can scale. And you are going to have two options. One, you can just go into it casually, do the eight-hour days, like, okay, and then grow it slowly. Or you can, before you even go into that building that foundation, that deep hole, you're going to do the planning. Yes. The planning. And you're going to properly communicate to the wife, to the husband, to the kids. This next year is going to be a little bit of a challenge for us. And then you're going to go all in on it. Because I think what you'll, you'll, you'll probably agree with this, going one year with proper expectations and communications that this is going to be a struggle, we're going to sacrifice, is so much better than going five years where you're still sacrificing, you're sacrificed, you fa sacrificed your health, the relationships, yep. but nobody knew what was going on, you suffered in the silence, and the, the home life was not good, but it would have been so much better if you just went one year where the home life was like, and then everything else after was on point like it is today. Like you have the absolute best work-life balance that I've seen of a high-performing entrepreneur. And so it would have been so much better if you just gone about it like building a skyscraper. Do that architectural planning, get the communication, everybody's on the same page, go and build that deep foundation, and then all of a sudden that success comes so much faster. You know what too, it's, it's for me, I saw both ends of it, right? Be, uh, 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, I just kind of went at it as though it was a given that Fitbody was going to scale, we were going to have no problems, the Federal Trade Commission was going to be great, the state of California was going to cooperate in every way, franchisees were all going to be perfect. So I didn't anticipate all the challenges I would have. And my family paid like the price for Over it. a long time. My family and my health over a long time, exactly. Had I, now, ironically, once I figured it all out, 2014 was my one year of actually having a plan. I achieved more in 2014 with Fitbody Bootcamp, and proof of that is, it's no surprise that in 2015, we hit top 15 franchises in the nation. Yeah. Uh, we also hit the Inc. 5000 list in 2015. We hit it in 2016, 2017, 2018, we hit Entrepreneur Magazine's 500 fastest growing franchises. So 2014 was such a pivotal year yeah. of intense, focused, deep work because I knew what I wanted to achieve and only focused on that. And my team was on board with it because I communicated that. So I've tasted both, man. I've tasted five years of suffering and having my health and family suffer. And I've tasted one intense year of growth that I was able to then stack those wins on top and keep going like we have. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm gonna keep going with this construction analogy because I think it's really, really great for building an empire business. So you have all those guys doing the daily work. And they, yeah, they, they know what it's gonna look like, but it's really the empire builders behind the scenes, the architects, the developer who knows mm -hmm. the big picture, who knows what it's gonna look like before you know, that first backhoe even goes and takes it out. And so you're gonna have that, those grinders and hustlers that are doing the 12 hour days deep in the trenches, but you're eventually becoming the empire builder, the yeah. leader, the person who is going to have that scale. And so we don't want you to grind and hustle forever. We don't want you to think about that's gonna, you know, you're gonna get that tattooed and that's gonna be your thing for life. No, you're gonna go in with a plan. You're gonna work that plan 
and then you are going to progress and become a better leader who's going to lead people to come in and do the work and grow and build upon that foundation, yeah. right? And let's define that too. Like, what does a great leader look like when you're building an empire? A great leader is someone who can constantly remind the team of the vision. Because remember, your team, they're human, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to start seeing the idea fairy come around and go, hey, I got an idea. What if we also created supplements? Hey, I got an idea. What if we created apparel? My team, who's so amazing, comes to me with so many great ideas, and many of them we use in our franchise. But they also come to me with ideas of opportunity that are massive distractions. Sure. And I have to remind them and give them clarity of vision again. So as the leader, your job really goes from being in the trenches to now the visionary who is constantly keeping everybody in alignment with the vision and the values of your new empire that you're building. Oh man, that's so good. Now, now I love that, you know, Back to the construction analogy, we are, we are asking these people to work very hard. And yep. so you are relentless in expectations as you are building your empire. And that is what the self-made millionaire must be, is relentless in expectations. What does that mean? Is that just like expectations of ourselves, expectations of our team, or expectations of things outside as well? Good question. It's actually all of the above. And here's what I mean. Most of us want to set high standards of expectations of our employees, of our team but we don't start off by setting that first. You've got to lead from the front. In other words, if I expect my team, give you a great example. Today we're batch processing, right? Yep. A whole bunch of Empire episodes. Mm -hmm. Now the old employees that I had back in the day, I'm talking in 2010, 2011, the old employees that I had, because here's what happened. You walked out earlier, we're doing four episodes, two episodes in, you said, hey, I, I'm going to take a phone call real quick yep. and then I'm going to come right back. Yep. While you were on the phone call, Drew here was like, Hey B, he's on a call for 10 minutes. Do you, have a, do you have an idea for a YouTube video we can shoot right now? Yep. Right now we've got a, like an empire builder here. Sure. Like Drew is now an empire builder and he sees that I've set high standards of expectations and I've led that way. Because the moment we, the phones go down or the cameras go down, I go right to my phone and I start answering questions that the guys and gals upstairs have mm -hmm. so that they can keep selling franchises and supporting our franchisees. So I'm always doing something to move the needle and instead of, hey, it'd be easy enough for, for Primo and Drew just to kick back on the couch and, and me just hang out and wait for you to come back. But we use that time to produce another piece of content while you were gone, yep. impromptu, and that helps build the empire. So when I say set high standards of expectations of your team, it has to come from you first. You have to lead from the front and display high standards, be with the program, have high standards for yourself, self-discipline, clarity, communication, all that stuff, and then you can expect that of them. And then, of, of, and by the way, I have that of my customers and my clients too. I expect my franchisees to be just as high standard as I am. Part of my duty and obligation is to coach them up to that level. So if you've got high standards for yourself and you're relentless in your pursuit of excellence, and you might even get your employees on board with that plan, but your customers aren't on board with it, there's a disconnect there. It's the, you know, business is a trifecta, and it's the leader, it's the team, and it's the clients and the customers. And if they're all having high standards of expectations, then you're gonna do just fine as an, as an empire builder. Man, that's fantastic. Now, still with the construction analogies, that sometimes you have to tear down a building before you put a new one up. Mm. And so the self-made millionaire oftentimes has golden shackle or golden handcuffs, shackles, limiting self-beliefs. And we've talked about that a lot in our Empire podcast. And I say, you know, I've read Man Up, I've hung around you for 10 years. I will say that I think the game changer for you was spending time with Dr. Kevin and getting things yes. right, you know, getting your mind right. So talk about how important that is to 
break down the old so that you can build up the new. Absolutely. You know what? As, as, as empire builders, as leaders, we think that our job is to coach and advise and counsel our employees and our customers and clients. But oftentimes, we need coaches and consultants. And where that's concerned, somebody might be like, hey, yeah, I've got a marketing coach. I'm in a mastermind. I've got a mentor. Well, that's all great. But I spent 16 months, every Monday at 5 p.m., I spent 16 months on Dr. Kevin Downing's couch mm -hmm. going through therapy, deep, intense therapy, working on all my childhood bullshit, the abuse, the trauma that had put filters on my, yeah. right? And I was viewing life, my business, other people through these filters that were twisted of no trust and, and no respect and they, they're not as good as me. And so when you look at the world through those twisted filters, you're going to get a very bad outcome. Yeah. And so working with a professional therapist, because look, one out of, there's a great book called The Body Keeps the Score. It talks about how one out of every four people, one out of every four people have, have suffered from some kind of sexual abuse, and one out of every three people have had some kind of physical or emotional abuse. Wow. So if we just look at it, one out of every three people, there's a lot of people who've got trauma that they've dealt with. That trauma has defined how you view the world, business, money, people, experiences. That may not be the exact way you should be looking at the world. It's just that's the filters that are on right now because that's what you were given through the trauma. Mm -hmm. What if you can go work with a therapist, a psychologist who can actually help you remove those filters so you can see the world for, it, for what it really is, an abundant place full of people who want to help mm -hmm. and a great group of network who want to help you build your net worth as long as you're willing to help them do the same. Sure. Like That's how I view the world now. I have trust. I have respect. I build a network instead of I could do it all on my own and everybody else sucks. Like that was that was the view that I had because of what had happened to me as a kid, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So do the deep work. Yeah. So you put all of that in place, you become free. You become free and that allows you to move ahead. You got you know, just tore the old stuff down. You built that, you know, dug down, built that foundation. And the next thing you know is you have built the empire because you have done the deep work. First. Yeah. So guys, where that's concerned, listen, if you want to become a self-made millionaire, it's not just about having an idea and turning that idea into a business. It's about being self-disciplined, being a clear communicator, being very specific in the vision and the values that you want your business to have, being emotionally resilient, which means you have to deal with your shit, fix your problems that you've had from trauma that you've gotten. Right? It's not a pretty thing. And I share it publicly because I want you to know that if I'm willing to go through 16 months of therapy, in addition to working with coaches and mentors, I mean, I've hired Craig, I've hired uh, Joel Weldon as a speaking coach. We've got Cameron Harold that we've hired as a, uh, to help us to help me become a better CEO. Sure. And so oftentimes you end up hiring all these people, but you don't do the main hiring, which is someone who's going to do that deep work. Right. Because here's the thing is, we all know what to do. We all know the marketing. We got the sales scripts. We know how to lose weight. We know how to eat. We know what workouts to do. Mm -hmm. But there's handcuffs on you yes. mentally that stop you because it's not, it's not the rational thing. We all know the rational steps to do whatever it is. But why do we quit? Why do we procrastinate? Why do we hold back? Why are we limited? Yeah. And it is until you get rid of that, you can't build anything. You can't follow through. And so, so it's people who have abuse, the reason why they become overweight and stay overweight, and if they lose weight, they become overweight again, is because of the abuse that's happened that has stops them from getting the right patterns down. So you all think that it's all this, oh, rational. If I just get the step-by-step -step blueprint, then I'll become successful in business. If I just get told what to do, I'll go and execute. You might, 
you might get 80% of the way there and then you'll fall back or you might get 90% of the way there. You might only get 50% or you might just quit because you need to do deeper work. Yeah, it's the fallback. And just like we know that there's like an 85% what we call a the yo-yo diet, right? Yeah. Where people, think about this. If you're a nutrition coach or a fitness coach, you give someone a, the exact diet to follow to get the results they want. It'll work. Why do 85%? They won't work. Yeah. Why do 85% bounce back, yeah. right? It's because they haven't done the deep work psychologically to see that they're worthy of losing the weight, being fit, living healthy, having higher self-esteem, self-confidence, et cetera. Yeah. So they go back to emotional eating and, and, and really self-sabotage. Yeah. Well, that happens in business as well. When you're building an empire, you wanna be a self-made millionaire. As Craig said, you might get 70, 80, 90% there, but the self-made millionaires are built on consistency and you will not consistently stay there because you will fall back unless you do that deep work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So listen, listen, this has been a real raw episode, but we want to see you become self-made millionaires so that you can have more gratitude in life. So do you want to go Operation Gratitude one more time? Tell yes. Tell people what yeah, to do, so, what to say, what to tag us on. Hey, let's talk about Operation Gratitude one more time. And I want to make this a habit that we do together. And I'll be the one reminding you along with Craig here. But I want you to think of three people who are really important, vital, critical in your life, who have helped you, who have given you advice, have mentored you, have coached you, consulted you, have been there for you. And I want you to just take these three people and send them a a video, make a selfie video of yourself and say, hey, you know what, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for helping me in the time of need or consulting me, counseling me, et cetera. And then send that to them, that 15 second video as a story, tag them obviously, tag myself and Craig and hashtag Operation Gratitude. And Craig and I will be sure to reshare that story and we'll take gratitude viral. Thank you so much for watching and listening to this episode of The Empire Show and as always, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review, leave comments, share this with someone else so that they can get enlightened and build their empires. And as always, tell your mama. And if you're interested in growing your business faster, go to bedroscoolian.com forward slash empire, fill out the application to see if you're a good fit for our Empire Mastermind group.